Hey, coconuts. <laughs> How are you doing, someone? I'm good. How are you, Morel? <laughs> excited for I'm round good, two? I'm, <laughs> I'm excited about round two. Mm -hmm. So, would you like to um, tell us a little bit about what we're going to be talking about? Okay, so today's topics, hopefully we stick to it because, you know, we kind of digress once in a while. But today's topics, yeah. uh, we just wanted to talk about some like news related stuff that uh, we came across. And then our favorite, the Indian match, uh, matchmaking show, which was, yeah. which came out like a couple months ago. But I know like people got obsessed with it. Like I know I did. And yeah, so uh, that yeah. show, then we're just going to. I think once we start talking about that, we're probably gonna start. We'll be talking about it forever. So that's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. Mm -hmm. All right. So... Do you want to remind people who you are? <laughs> Should we just dive my right into it? My name Well, yeah. My name is Meral, and I have been labeled culturally expired goods. <laughs> My name is Summer and I concur. I have also been labeled labeled the same thing. Yep. Are we harsh to ourselves or is society harsh to us? Let's find out. But also disclaimer, we are shooting, we are shooting, sorry, we are recording this on the 7th of January. So if this comes out a little later, you need to know that the news we're talking about is relevant to the 7th. Oh, not right. when you will oh, listen right. to this right yeah, so. that, that was yeah. a very important disclaimer <laughs> like I, yeah <laughs> by the time this comes out i feel like that news would have been like not even that important or like would have changed hmm. might have okay. led to world war three yeah that's true <laughs> yeah all right okay so basically the first thing i was uh gonna talk about was um the thing that's happening in America, there's only a couple days left for uh, Donald Trump to be removed from office. But before he goes, he decided to like, you know, um, rally everyone together and like, you know, storm the Capitol Hill building. And so that happened. And after seeing all the pictures, it made me really sad thinking about like the Black Lives Matter protests. They had so much more secure, like there, there were so many more police officers, like a attacking the protesters there was so much more like i don't know tear gas involved but here when there's like you know only majority white people that are literally storming your capitol hill building your senate your house whatever there's nothing really happening i mean like there was like uh, the national guard was like whatever deployed or whatever but they were being so like passive and nice i would say like they were just standing there and like letting people do what they wanted to do or like or they would like okay in the end like around like like when it was nighttime that's when they deployed like tear gases and like i don't know whatever but they waited for a very long time like just telling them what to do like oh leave or blah blah but, which I thought was like really unfair like I mean with the BLM protest it was like right off the bat like they just started with tear gas and like violence and like all of that stuff so yeah that was one thing I was like not nice um the other news thing that I was gonna say was um the I forgot what was the other thing I wanted to talk about <laughs> Well, I mean, there's, I guess, I guess it's kind of like glass half full, glass half empty at this point, because um, we were going to talk about Lahore, like how Lahore's government has now 
eradicated yeah i mean sorry it has been now made illegal to do the two-finger test on on women Mm -hmm. to you know to to vouch for their virtue or whatever yeah 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 thank god yeah but that's pretty gross and ridiculous that they were still doing that but yeah yeah and then the other thing was interesting yeah sorry go on go on no, it's interesting that this came out the day we are we're going to be talking about Indian matchmaking because I have so many thoughts on this, like mm-hmm. so many thoughts. Um, but yeah, do did you want to talk about the third news segment? Yeah, um, it was about the Jacob Black shooting that happened. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it was related to the fact that like the police officer that like shot him in the back like multiple times making him like he's paralyzed from the waist down now uh yeah so making him like handicapped that police officer was um free of all charges like he just got like um i don't know like all charges against him were dropped and he's like a free man now i thought that was like really crazy too like unfair and um again it's just like a mirror up like holding a mirror up to society like how we see you know african-american people well not we like how uh americans see african-american people and um yeah yeah so that was it <laughs> um yeah um, i mean i guess you and i pretty much agree on how terrible society is like seriously mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry it's just what what is this whole issue about anyway i don't understand why white supremacy is a thing i don't understand why we have been conditioned to basically believe that anyone who has a darker skin tone is bad. And it's a true reflection. I mean, honestly, these two news news stories kind of go hand in hand because um, when Black Lives Matter was happening, I remember during the protest, there was a man on a wheelchair and he was stuck there. He wasn't saying anything. He wasn't doing anything. But like uh, the police kind of beat him to death. Like they, oh they threw pills and... Yeah, and then he, he just died, and then there was another man who was, like, talking to them, and they just kind of, like, threw him onto the floor, and, you know, his head was bleeding, and they just, oh, yeah. I think they stamped oh, yeah. over him as well. Yeah. This is, it's terrible stuff, and these are people who are supposed to be, like, you know, there to protect us. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. I, I personally exactly. know people who have had terrible run-ins with the with the police department, especially in, in the States, and it's, like, they're, they're so unreasonable, and... I just don't know. It's so upsetting. And with what you said with the Capitol building, I mean, I was looking at the pictures and and also no, like someone, did you know that no arrests were made? What? No one was arrested for the stuff that they were doing. And it was so, I mean, it was so anti, I mean, it was, it was, it wasn't patriotic. What they were doing was not. It was was, was was way worse than anything. Yeah, it was terrible what they were doing, but no arrests were made. That's mostly true. because their skin color was that of the walls right and right. and that's not okay mm-hmm. so i mean it's just it's really upsetting yeah i, I hope yeah. that like because now a lot of their pictures have been released and like you know we know what they look like so i hope like later arrests will start being made because honestly this is crazy like i mean they should be arrested on like a federal level like this is big crimes like i mean you know some places are hold are like held more like are given more importance like the capitol building yeah. or like you know the white house and like whatever it's so sacred. Uh, like, you're not supposed to do that yeah you know? exactly. like there's a decorum that you need to follow mm-hmm. with everything 
Yeah, so, so I think they should be, like, made uh, somewhat of an example of, because, like, I mean, oh, my God, I like, it would be... It would be a joke to imagine if they were Muslims. Like, honestly, we would probably be murdered on the spot. Like, I don't even think it would have been. Murdered on the spot? A Muslim country would have been bombed. Like, exactly. Yeah, there would be like repercussions right away, like right off the bat. So, this is insane. I mean, like, I mean, forget that. Like, even if they were like. If it was like a bunch of like African American people, I swear their their retaliation would have been different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's but then obvious. Like honestly, this is this is the time. If they wanna, I mean, we've been t- we've been saying abolish the police, and we've been really upset about what what's been happening. And and I'm glad. Like in light of Black Lives Matter, a lot of people around me have come out while like while being minorities Mm -hmm. um the stuff that they had to face you know like whether it was by law or by culture or by the society they were living in as a minority and honestly like if they want to make if they want if they have any redeeming qualities whatsoever they should do something about what happened like you know today Mm -hmm. but if or like last night as well but if they don't then like honestly i i don't know I guess we are very close to dystopian land. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very you know, upsetting. one thing I'm kind of, like, uh, jealous of uh, for, like, uh, um, I mean, from, like, living in the Middle East and, like, from Americans is that they, at least they have a voice. Like, you know, they have a right to um, make decisions or, like, you know, say something. I mean, here we didn't even, like, you know how they were, like, uh, rebelling against masks and stuff? We didn't even have that yeah. as an option. It was a mandatory fine if you weren't wearing it. So, like, that's the one thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, if they, they don't like the president that got elected, because... like, they don't like Joe Biden, so they're rioting against him. But, like, for, like, somewhere in the Middle East, we if we didn't like the monarchy or, like, the the shake or something, like, you know, God forbid we didn't like him, like, we'd yes. just be deported. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? We have no say Not in that. Not even our... <laughs> We we wouldn't have uh, any more generations. Yeah. Like you, and again, tiptoeing on on the side of like deportation, like you know, we we don't really have a right to say some things mm-hmm. because there are people who live. Do you get me? Like I I like UK is a monarchy. Okay, like mm-hmm. that's a constitutional monarchy, but it's also a democracy. Have, yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, if people didn't want to wear the mask there was like a massive thing because a lot of people were not wearing masks in the UK either Mm. and yes you know they're back in lockdown now but it's just um we didn't have that over here I was just Mm. talking to my mom about this yesterday and I was like you know we weren't wearing masks we were gonna be fined and they were they were heavily policing this policy like they weren't taking it relaxed get me like it was something that was being implemented it was something that was being acted upon I heard from a I I heard from a friend he said that he was uh, running by the by the new walkway um on the beach and and he was stopped because he wasn't wearing a mask and the police officer said oh you're gonna get fined and he said no according to WHO but this is also something that I that I appreciated that the police um, over here did hear us out. They didn't just like flat out, like, you know, put us on the side. Um, in his situation, like he he did point out that WHO says it's okay not to run without a mask on because it's really bad for your breathing mm-hmm. if you wear a mask and you're running. So it's okay. Like, I'm just like, I'll wear a mask once I'm, you know, done running. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, understanding, but yeah. Wow. I mean, we've all had 
funny stories to share. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should yeah. we start our, um, the main topic of today? <laughs> yes. And it ties into our other news, uh, news story as well, the mm-hmm. two finger tests. Mm-hmm. All right. So we watched Indian matchmaking. Well, I yes, watched it when it came out. Yeah, I, I watched it when it first came out. Like, it basically broke the internet. Like, mm-hmm. everyone that I know was watching it. I'm surprised you didn't watch it back then, Someone, Why? I know, right? I know. I'm really, like, I'm actually really surprised, too. I think this, it came out during, I was about to give my PLAB exam. So, I think I was, like, kind of busy. And so, therefore, like, yeah. I didn't watch it. it. Did it come before Ramzan? Like, I don't remember when it even came out. I, I think it came out after Ramzan, though. It definitely came out after. I'm yeah, not, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, so I was like super busy like, then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, so I think that's why I didn't watch it. But I know it like broke the internet. Like I remember seeing so many tweets about it. Like it was cringe binge or something like that. Like, you know, people were yeah. watching it just to like cringe or, or something. But yeah, I'm glad I watch it now though. Like, so yeah. You want to give like a little yeah, bit of a rundown guys. on what the show was about? Okay, so Indian matchmaking was based off of uh, Simi Tapar- Seema... Taparkar? No, Seema Taparkar? Oh, oh my god. I can't pronounce her last name. Oh yeah, me neither. Okay, but, but Seema anyway, Auntie. It's Seema Auntie. <laughs> yeah, Seema Auntie is this uh, entrepreneur who took what every single Desi Auntie does and basically turned it into a business. Mm-hmm. She was getting employed and... Uh, and I mean, she was she was hired and getting paid to make matches. However, she did not have a laptop. She was relying on paper, and that is it. She was basically making it off of astrology. Um, I mean, this this is where I'm I'm gonna tie in my problem as well. She was re- relying on their horoscopic signs and sorry, their horoscopes and. Um, the interview she did with them uh, based off of face value. I mean, there was no in-depth interview. It's like it's like you walking in and saying, hey, can I work at Starbucks? And they interviewing you for like five minutes and just deciding what kind of employee you would be forever and ever. It's just like, dude, impressions. First impression is not the last impression. One. Two, people are constantly under construction. But anyway, mm-hmm. I just kind of like pointed out my problem. Oh. So, yeah that is what Indian matchmaking was and we get to know stories about like um Aparna about Neha and a few others but they weren't given that much screen time arguably because one of them was divorced and has a child mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. basically yeah she was how, just a matchmaker and um she apparently she was the most famous matchmaker in Mumbai and oh my god one of the things i found so funny was every time she went to somebody's house she would introduce herself as oh i'm Seema from mumbai <laughs> oh my god that was so Seema from mumbai yeah <laughs> i am obsessed with her introduction like i want to introduce myself like that from now on <laughs> what would you say myself myself summoned from dubai yeah I'm of course it. <laughs> it does <laughs> yeah it was um it was crazy. The okay, so um, like we had like a little bit of a discussion beforehand, like you know how we felt about Seema and stuff. Um, I said that I didn't hate her fully, and Moral said that like she does, uh, she did hate her right off the bat, like you know. So, so we're just gonna like talk a little bit about that. 
Okay, so the reason why I would say that I didn't fully hate her is because I've actually like I've met like women like her in um in Pakistan as well. Like you know, I met a lady. Like I went with my mom. I think I was like twenty four then. yeah I had just graduated yeah I was 24 so like I went uh I like I went with my mom and you know like she got my information asked my like date of birth and like whatever um like what I was doing what like my goals were and stuff like she asked a little bit of that she she did not ask me what I was looking for in a man or any any such thing and then she straight up like honestly she was just like oh since you are a doctor you should know that you should lose weight like you know it's it's not gonna look good and like you know and I was like oh um, yeah okay got it I was like sure you know like I'm I wasn't I she was like a lot older so I was 100% not rude to her I was like yeah sure you know okay and then and then she was like um what else did she say she's she said the weight thing and then she's um then like later when she started sending rishtas and I would ignore it or like I wouldn't like you know whatever she would get so upset she like started doing like but the music with my mom and I was just like bro chill like I hated her so much so like I like I I just wanted to say that I've seen people that are worse like you know what I mean so at least with Seema she was asking like the girls what they wanted the thing is that it's true like you know like she thought that girls that had like a more ambitious like lifestyle or like who were like more like confident in themselves and knew what they wanted she labeled them as being like stubborn and like whatever she thought that that was them being not flexible and I thought that Mm -hmm. was like you know like I I thought that was rude like you know she was like a product of her environment I guess I those were the things that were like I kind of like judged her on but other than that I felt like she was kind of nice to them she did meet them a bunch of times and to their face she was like pretty nice to them like I know she back like she was doing a lot of backbiting especially about Aparna I freaking loved I thought she was hilarious I loved Aparna oh my god I I want to be friends with her yeah I legit could not stop laughing she was such a boss oh my god yeah dude no, so here here's i'm so glad that you mentioned up right now because here's what bugged me okay every single time she would talk about Aparna, um it was like there was no background music okay but every single time Aparna was good about to come into the frame or Aparna's mom it's like it's like why why am i i feel like i'm watching a really carefully plotted bollywood show mm-hmm. like what is going on you know how they're like 100 sound effects for to to symbolize that a person is evil that's what they did with aparna they, they yeah. basically uh, villainized her for no apparent reason like yeah i'm sorry that part was really she annoying is- i agree like they made aparna sound like she was like really terrible or whatever but she was actually just yeah. saying her mind like she there was nothing really wrong with her except she was okay like one of her dates though i thought that she was like a bit um you know, you know the date where uh the guy was like uh he was talking about like vacations and she goes like i would and like who would vacation for 10 days like what are you gonna do for she was like really like she just completely cut him off like um some of her dates like yeah. i felt like she was like you know a bit like she was a bit more like stern i would say like you know but i do yeah. understand where that's coming from too because she's like she said she was 34 years old she has her own, like a really good job and she is very like in like she's confident in her own skin like you know what i mean so she yeah. i think she's allowed to say what she wants to say because like she's she's found herself like she's okay with herself but like some of the things were so confusing to you know how she said that she likes the ocean but she doesn't like the beach 
So, <laughs> I was like, but okay. But I, I mean, you, you, you like can honestly, like I, the ocean. Uh -huh. <laughs> you can like the ocean and not like the beach. I mean, sand gets everywhere, man. Even though you were like doing nothing, but sand gets everywhere. So. Isn't there ocean like, isn't there sand around the ocean too? Yeah, but I, you can admire it from a distance. Oh, right, right, right. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not going to leave. <laughs> oh, you sound so anti-Aparno. No, I'm kidding. Um, but Aparno is like, Aparno is great, but I do agree with you. Thing is, someone, and I don't know if it's because, you know, I studied mental health or whatever. Mm -hmm. The minute she walked in to like talk to Aparna and her family, I was like, okay. Oh, Aparna's mom was like so like scary. <laughs> she was like, yeah. yeah. She was yeah, like, but, but as well. It. Yeah, but then that's just it. Like you walk in and what do you see? You see you see a lady. Um, okay, she's got two daughters. One of them is married to a white guy. Right? Mm -hmm. Like right. her her younger sister was married and she yeah. was married to an American dude. And and that's fine, but you it makes you think like, okay, why is the dad not in the picture? What's happening? And afterwards, like when the mom spoke it just the puzzles fit like it made so much sense as to why Aparna was this defensive because her mom had a terrible marriage and her mom essentially became like you know um I don't want to say man hater but more and it comes down to our culture as well like we've been we've been taught that you know man is always right and woman I mean it's a very toxic part of our culture that you know you should believe in the patriarch um of the family the, the patriarch he's always right you know like women are not they don't have opinions mm -hmm. and her mom had a terrible marriage and she basically you know came to the states to make a new life for her and her daughters so it made sense that their defense mechanisms were always up now me as a person who is not married who has not made any respects happen i was able to understand this in like literally 10 minutes into the conversation that clearly something's up over here sima needs to talk to them she didn't do any of that she took everything at face value like oh like she was personally offended with the fact that Perna had like a hundred shoes really oh she right yeah yeah dogs and like Aparna was so cool and mm -hmm. I do agree that Aparna was quick to judge but I mm -hmm. also understand where that's coming from yeah the other thing that I didn't understand was how was she matching these people up like based off of where they've worked it's so weird like why don't you do personality tests you know, every other Tom, Dick, and Harry on the street is ready to do a person. I will meet someone in, like, in not even Starbucks, man. If I meet someone in a, in a Bacala down the street, they'll tell me if they are, if they identify as, like, ENTP or INFJ. And it's like, okay, you know, if they know about personality types, why can't, why can't Seema do the same thing? Very frustrating. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. what she was basing off of, like, what, ba what she was basing off what she was basing things off of. Right, yeah. right. Hey, did you watch the bonus episode that came out on YouTube? Oh my God, yeah, I did. That was really eye-opening too. I really enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah. They did not even know this was going to turn into like a show. They were yeah. told that this was a documentary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This and was also, a documentary. also the funniest part was that none of them were married. <laughs> Everyone was single. So Aunt Simanti was really bad at the job too. <laughs> yeah none of the couples actually stuck so this is i don't know like even you know that who dude I was, up like, in really, my new 
sorry, you know who I was really yeah. rooting for? Um, Nadia and Shaker, because I thought Shaker was so cute, yeah. firstly, and then yeah. uh, Nadia was just literally a princess. She was so pretty and she yeah. was so nice. And oh, oh my God, that was one other reason why I didn't like uh, Simanti that much was. Uh, like what what made me like a little bit upset by Simanti was that when uh, Nadia told her that like this Vinny guy was like ghosting her and stuff, yeah, she yeah. literally didn't get mad at that. And you know, like if a woman was doing that, like if Aparna was like rejecting people or whatever, she thought yeah, she yeah. was being bad and she was being rude or whatever. But like with um, Nadia, she uh, like she didn't say anything to Vinny. Like she was just like, oh, uh, it's okay. He's probably not ready. Like you know, whatever. And like she then she like matched her with somebody else. But like yeah. I think she should have taken a little bit of time out and like talked to Vinny and be like, bro, what's up? Like you know, why did you do that? Like you know, I like stuck my neck out for you. You should have like at least yeah. like you know. I really did not like Vinny at all. Like I didn't like him even in the beginning when they were talking about like freaking ketchup and like condiments or whatever. <laughs> I was like, this is a yeah. red flag. You're a weirdo. I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like, they, they're both weirdos. I, Nadia was not a weirdo. I'm sorry. Yeah. She was, like, she was such a nice personality. Yeah. The other thing that I didn't like was yeah. that there was so much focus on the origins of Nadia. Oh, and it's yeah. Like, why yeah, that's true. Matter. This yeah. is my massive issue with, like, um, with Rishtas nowadays as well. It's, like, why it's listen it's literally down to the guy and the girl or like the man and woman to disclose what has happened in the past and what has come up like it doesn't really matter um it doesn't matter where you originated from what matters is the person that you are today because and it wasn't even like you know oh we're judging it because the kids genes will be different no it's about like oh the indian community will not identify you will not identify as Indian because you know you guys migrated to whatever mm-hmm. why does this matter especially mm-hmm. nowadays where like you know you can well I mean do you get me like now when when I have like friends who are who are identifying as like non-binary or or you know like I mean the the century that we're not the century the year that we're currently in and the year that we've had I don't think this is relevant anymore it doesn't it doesn't matter if the person like I'm sorry my grandfather migrated from Pakistan to India and then Pakistan back. Does this matter? Like, why is this an issue with who I am today? My my great grandfather did this. He died a really long time ago. I don't even know who the guy is. Why do his actions impact my life today? Makes no sense to me. Right. I mean, I hated it. And also, the other thing that I hated was that they were showing life in Mumbai. Um, like, okay, she is a one percenter. Okay, she only like Simanti only caters to the one percenters. But she made materialism sound great on a whole other level. Mm-hmm. Like with Aparna and her shoes, you know, she was kind of just like, ooh, so many shoes. But she didn't care about the fact that, what's his name? Abhim Manu? Abhim, oh, no, Abhiman? Pradu. Prudu Human. Pradu Man, yeah. Pradu, she, yeah. She didn't care about the fact that, like, he, he had, had a million find a way. Yeah, he had a million. Yeah. He had a hand sensor to get into his closet. Right. He had a million. Oh my god, that is such an interesting point. I didn't even think about that. That's true because with his closet, all she said was like, "Um, will there be enough room for like your wife to put her clothes or whatever?" So he like made a joke. He's like, "Oh, until I get one, I'm just gonna use this closet. Like, you know, it's gonna be mine." Yeah. But like, yeah, you're right. That's such an interesting point. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, no, she was she was very forgiving to like 
to all the guys and I don't right. I don't even know you know what really triggered me though was the was her associate in India when she got her to speak to that girl oh my god yeah oh my god oh, I was gonna mention her too by the way Gita I think her name yeah. was she was yeah, literally yeah, yeah. the worst she was so bad even like the girl I forgot her name she was uh, so two-faced what was her name a Nick an Anita? Oh my god, I hate it. I hate that I forgot her name because she was like my favorite. I'm I thought she was gorgeous. Name. And she was yeah. such like she was so like bold and confident. I really liked that about her. Um and like I really like respected the way she dealt with that lady. She was very nice yeah. and kind to her, but like she was upset by everything she was saying. So she did like she told Seema Auntie, she was like, Oh, like, you know, this is what this lady said. And I'm pretty sure like okay, Gita was terrible. Like, how can you ask that of a woman like oh you know if you have a business everything if your husband asks you to move and you should go like this to the next place no like you should make a compromise and, like, <laughs> she said try to understand it i yeah. don't know what the focus was on Timbuktu. it was like i was so shocked that like if that is the expectations of marriage then i totally understand why so many girls are like nah i'm good <laughs> yeah no it's just you know what what really what i found bizarre was that when she was speaking to Seema. Mm-hmm. She was trying to tell Seema that your ways are so old school and this is not what the kids want today, blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, yeah. So in my mind, That's I'm like, why I started liking Seema more. Yeah, because as I, so I, so when this conversation was happening, I was like, oh, I'm glad that someone's schooling Seema on this. And finally, there's someone who is a little, you know, liberal-minded and like, you know, in touch with the times uh, doing all these rishtas. But then... She flipping turned tables when she was talking to the client. It's like, and even the tone she was speaking in, and the client was right. Like, I'm sorry, you should disclose the fact that the guy that I'm meeting did not just get out of a breakup. He was divorced. Right. You should not be. I mean, I'm okay. Listen, again, I don't, I completely understood where she was coming from because if you're meeting someone and you, like, if I get told, oh, this girl just got out of like you know a six-year relationship i get it like for muslims and i know for a fact that they weren't living together and whatever i understand how to you know sort of direct my conversation what jokes not to make to make the other person like you know comfortable or whatever but if i get told that this person oh actually was living with the dude had a child child passed away and now they're divorced that would be a whole other like approach to the conversation. You can't send someone in blindly like this, mm-hmm. especially with like blind intent. Like, and also it puts a whole new perspective on how the guy was talking. I get it if people are, you know, complaining about their exes, but if you're complaining about your ex-wife, that's like, dude, for, for a divorce to happen, that's like, you know, you need to talk about your own input in the whole situation. Like, where you was your wife like a favorite? He basically sound like a lunatic. I don't even know his ex-wife. I forgot the dude's name as well, but he was just he was so rude to her. Right, right. So, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. 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 No, that was like really no, crazy I because appreciated Seema. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's what yeah. was my turning point when I saw those two like um 
opposites. Because another thing I appreciated about Simanti was that, like, um, you know, even with Pradhu, because, like, he kept, like, rejecting, uh, like, I mean, he kept not looking at girls or whatever, not, like, accepting biodatas or whatever. Uh, she Over made him go to a, girls. Yeah, she made him go to a life coach, and then she gave the girl an opportunity to go to a life coach as well. Like, so she was, like, kind of trying to do a more holistic approach as well. Like, you know, uh, yeah. she, she knew that, like, like she knew that Pradhu guy was not ready to get married like he just and even Akshay she knew that last guy the mama's boy <laughs> she knew that he was not ready to get married so she did try to like say no to the mom as well like remember I don't know because you watched it a while back but like when the mom was like saying yeah, like, yeah, oh, he has to get married within this year or whatever Simanti goes like yeah. ah, no I don't think he's ready like you know and then the lady got like really upset at Simanti she's like nay nay like it's gonna happen now like it has to happen now so she did tr- like which I don't understand what she was upset for like what your son also Akshay was like what 24 25 Dude, yeah. my, 25 that's my brother is 26 we're not concerned about him being married I yeah. don't understand why you were freaking out Right. And also, I'm sorry, I thought he was gay. <laughs> I thought he really was gay. Oh, 110%. I was like, you know, like, I, I, like, I, I was the best so twist. convinced. I was so the sure. best like, twist would have been if the two of them ended up together. Yeah. You know, with Akshay, I didn't think he was gay, but I thought he he might have been on the spectrum or something. Like, I don't, like, I don't mean it in a rude way. Like, I think he was socially so awkward and I was so like sad for him that he like he was so and also oh my god listen I'm all for like you know like boys loving their moms and like you know whatever but when he kept saying that he wanted his wife to be like his mom like to be his I I swear I could not like it was just too funny like I get it like you know everyone should like you know your mom is amazing but like yeah come on now dude yeah (laughs) yeah like dude I love my dad I love my brothers but I don't want my husband to be like my brother or my husband sorry I don't want my husband to be like my my dad (laughs) you don't want your husband to be like your husband what (laughs) oh no that's a personality disorder right there but but, yeah. I know you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh my god. And yeah, really, it was it was pretty disturbing. And I really hated how his mom would be like, "Oh, my blood pressure is high, and it's your fault." Like she made him, she made him like watch while she was taking your blood pressure, and she was just like, "Oh, this is your fault." Like that was a lot of pressure. Yeah. I honestly felt like he was about to snap. Like he was, like he had like the a weight of like a mountain on him. You could sense it in the way he was giving his interviews. He was so nervous and scared. Yeah. I think the only person he found like you know what I love was, was that I know it's taboo. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know it is. I know it's taboo for like you know for. I mean, it's basically it's honestly incest if like if Hindus marry like their cousins. But he was obsessed with his cousin. Right. He was obsessed with his cousin. That's what me and, and Sana no were saying. Could... My sister, we were like, oh, yeah, I think like, he likes his cousin. Exactly. The only time he wasn't socially awkward or like you know actually knew how to do his conversation. Um, you know, how to carry out a conversation, how to maintain his decorum was when he was talking to his cousin. And it's like, can the cousin please find him a, a girl instead? Because it was nuts. I mean, I, I'm sorry if a dude comes up for like a rishta to my place, even if we had an imaginary Simon to over here, I would not be okay with Akshay. Like, it's just like, dude, I am such a social human being. You are so socially awkward. This already feels like an anchor. This conversation feels like an anchor. So I I don't even want an anchor in a bad way. Not like anchor, oh, through the craziness of life, you are my anchor. No. The one that's drowning you. 
yeah the anchor that like aladdin had that was like forced with in you know the movie and then thrown into the ocean that's what i would feel like yeah <laughs> like, this is, it's killing my soul mm-hmm. but yeah very awkward and like and I love how Seema and T like she she didn't send him the life coach but it's interesting that you mentioned that like like Fred Human um rejected over a hundred rishtas okay yeah. that's over a hundred girls yeah over a hundred girls no but and, um morale, and he was so just... but morale um you know the after show thingy that you made me watch I don't think he rejected yeah. like 150 by actually looking at their profiles I think it was like he was set, yeah. sent like a a package of people like biodatas and he was just like i'm not ready kind of thing so i think that's how she counted yeah. the 150 like i don't think he Maybe. actually saw 100 yeah but I'm, I'm just talking about yeah but this is where her bias comes in because aparna rejected what like three people and she's just yeah. like i try so hard and you're making oh, yeah, me yeah, do yeah. this and it's I agree. and it's like and and she kept talking about how it's aparna's fault that she wasn't getting married and that's what pissed me off oh, like yeah. this is where i was just like no way mm-hmm. in hell and even the last girl she was given like she was, she was given like five minutes of screen time only and i don't because even i think that name. girl uh yeah her name was rupee i think that girl had um because i think she had found somebody already like she found somebody from bumble so she i yeah. don't think she needed a partner exactly. i mean sorry i don't think she needed simanti that much maybe that's then why. why was simanti even the thing why was she even indian matchmaking i don't get it oh, like, i'll tell you was- what happened okay so this is what i understand from it basically that girl's dad didn't know about her rishta from like bumble like her relationship going on on bumble and i think her dad like encouraged her to do this matchmaking thing and um yeah so i think that's why simanti came in the picture but i yeah mm. yeah but then why was it shot in indian matchmaking that's true <laughs> you're right, you're right. Like, why, why are you bringing this in i'm sure there have been some disastrous marriages yeah um, i think they just wanted really to include ones. like i think they wanted to be more inclusive and like have somebody that was divorced and had a child maybe that she wasn't even positive about it that she wasn't even positive about it like if you were positive like, about it, like okay so she was saying that stuff like uh, what did she say she said that like oh it would be harder or whatever like she said it to rupee but like yeah again like i feel like she wasn't like i feel like some women are even worse like they're like i think she said it in a more normal way like i think it was like a very uh it was was an example of indian society like i mean it is yeah it is what it is like everyone like in uh, like india pakistan like uh, you know mostly like brown communities they really do think like this like if you're divorced it will be a little bit harder for you to get married again you know like i mean initially it was like impossible like i know in india there was a time when like if you got divorced you would have to like shave your head and you'd have to like go into a temple and like actually live out your oh i actually i think that was widowed but i don't remember that was widowed (laughs) yeah that was widowed oops (laughs) yeah in some call in some parts of india they would while they were cremating the the body of the of the man they would also do it of the woman who was still alive yeah so like i think in that sense (laughs) simanti wasn't as harsh as what like society would have been (laughs) so um yeah and also i didn't think she was too she didn't say it in a mean way because that rupee girl was still like she liked simanti like she didn't say that oh simanti was like wrong about what like whatever but you're right like i mean her words are disgusting to me as well and to you as well like i understand but it's again it's not just simanti it's like a culture that was speaking out of her mouth yeah that, that's the thing like i this is this is why i dislike simanti because she was the embodiment of oh, everything right, that right. i that's, hate that's about good, like yeah. the whole issue making process and the culture like 
it was someone took everything that I hate about culture and like this whole Rishta making process and they just put it into one person. That person was called Simanti. Mm-hmm. It's like what yeah. even, you know? I and and like I just I didn't like that she was so biased to the guys and and not do you get me like anyone who didn't she was more nicer to the guys she was nicer to the guys and she wasn't as nice to the girl that's that's really true yeah yeah so um i honestly thought she would she would match like nabia to pradyu pradyuman oh my god that would not work out because like you know pradyuman was very like um traditional minded or something I, i i don't know what like how to say it but like he, was he wasn't he was not he was so filthy rich like he was legit filthy rich okay that's true yeah like he was actually rich and, and dude you know who i hated i hated pradhuman's no. sister she was so annoying she was putting so much pressure on him like i feel like she was giving him like so much anxiety she kept like telling him off like oh no like get married get married and it's like bro and she kept saying that like oh it well i guess she was right she was like, oh, you can't, like, reject based only on, like, looks. I them, loved right? her. Really? Yeah, I like, loved that's her true, though. Yeah, that. that part is true, I guess. Yeah, but, like, because she was trying to give him the reality. Because, like, remember he met that girl and the girl said, she said something about where she lived and Prabhuman immediately canceled her. And she and her sister and his sister was kind of like, you can't keep doing this. Like, mm-hmm. no one is going to fall into your image of perfection. That's true. And, and I kind of yeah. agree with her because, yeah. I mean... Yeah. I didn't like, like her because the- she was pressuring him a lot. Like, you know, like, oh, like, get married, get married. Like, it was just, like, chill, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, let it go. Because I'm pretty yeah, that's, sure that's your brother you is gay. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm pretty sure you gay. Like, I'm sorry. If he wasn't gay, he was definitely exploring. Like, he, do you get me? Like, I don't want to get canceled if I say this. But I'm sorry. Like, his personality was very... um yeah and then i mean the girl that he finally like you know it was such a i don't know it was such a hollywood you know typical beautiful romantic date like they're going horse riding yeah and they're basically i mean listen you are having a date in a place and and i know he can afford it but it was kind of like this is not reality mm-hmm. you know but again everyone else has like a different sense of reality which is yeah obviously yeah. not the same as mine yeah but um you know who i uh who i love really the last guy huh how much did he love the last guy I'm yeah i was gonna say name. that i really liked him vishay i think uh his name was vishay right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yo he was, <laughs> he was so cute yeah he was he was the best dude he like he was he came on like on screen for like 10 seconds and I was like oh my god he is so cute he is so cute this guy is positive I love him I love him and it's so funny because he hadn't even started talking at that yeah. point and then when he started talking I was like oh my god I love him Let's yeah, I just person. realized this is the kind of guy that you would want to marry this is your perfect yeah because yeah. <laughs> he was a guidance counselor right and you and he loved talking yeah. about his feelings and stuff and then I really what I loved about him was that he was such a nerd like he liked you know painting like uh, Star Wars like caricatures or like I don't know he was like into Lego and like I don't know what yeah. he was one of the coolest people ever and that I really yeah. loved him too <laughs> I can't okay yeah, the match, honestly the first match mm-hmm. that Simanti put with him was so ridiculously like 
inaccurate like it didn't make sense like not only because the girl was like older than him like i know she was like 37 and he was 30 or no he was like 29 maybe and the girl yeah was, like, there was there was massive age gap yeah yeah but like the, not the age gap that was not my problem but like the thing was that like that girl was like not like a nerd like him like you know she was a very like yeah. their personalities were basically like this is this is the thing i'm telling you why is she not doing personality tests like mm -hmm. one i have a massive problem that she doesn't use excel for her you know like like horoscope <laughs> things like i'm sorry you can put yeah. that on you can literally put that on excel i can make a formula for you to tell you if something is compatible with the other okay one two why aren't you using personality tests like why are you basing things off of like oh this is where he originated from like that doesn't work that doesn't yeah, work system and like classism um racism I don't know, colorism. I, all of that was too much yeah i guess it would matter like if you are living in india but it doesn't really matter um if you're living outside of india like that doesn't really apply you know yeah. uh, i'm yeah. sure if i married a you know an indian who was born and raised the same the same way i was and has like similar ideologies I could easily have a future with him, whereas me getting married to a cousin who was from the same family, the same, you know, like social class or whatever, I would struggle with him because, you know, he grew up in Pakistan. I grew up in the Middle East. We clearly don't see eye to eye. Just because we have the same gene pool does not mean that we would be, you know. Don't say the same gene pool. I really don't want you to marry in the same gene pool, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was I was talking to my aunt about this and I told her, like, you know, we shouldn't marry in the cousins. And she was just like, oh, no, why? Oh, you know, Falana, Kiri, it was really great for them. It was great for them. And, and I'm just like, yeah, but the gene pool will become a gene drop. Like, yeah. We can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> She was very upset that I said that, but it was real. Like it was realistic. Like, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. um, but, oh, you know, yeah, like he was really nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The even the second, like the second Rishad that he got, she was really cute. Like, yeah. She was. I think she was, she was still in school, right? She was studying to become a veterinarian or something. Yeah. 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 I really yeah? liked her too. Yeah. yeah. He was very cute, yeah. but they didn't end up together either. That was the funniest thing. None of these couples on Indian matchmaking actually stuck. So yeah. why did we watch this? I know. Aparna <laughs> said that they so were all funny. friends, though. Like, they all ended up becoming friends, which is a good thing, too. Yeah. And even uh, Vishay, he said that him and the, I think her name was Ruth. No, I don't remember. Rishali or something like that the second yeah. girl that he dated he said yeah. that like the only reason they didn't end up together was because they were there was distance like you know like she was um pursuing her vet veterinary or like she had started working or something and like yeah. you know he was working and then like the pandemic happened and like all of that so i think they were not able because of that like you know the distance like made them made it hard for them yeah. Yeah. Other than that, like I think he remained friends with everyone, which is like cool. Except for Vinay, like I know Nadia hated Vinay, and Vinay still yeah. like was lying through his teeth. Like he kept saying yeah, that. Yeah, like, oh. even in the bonus episode. Oh my yeah. god, the funniest thing was, oh my god, this was so funny when they asked him about why he ghosted her, and he started saying things, and they actually showed Nadia's reaction to it. Like I know, mm, really, right? That was really, amazing. My God. Yeah. Literally, I was watching, and I was like, all you, all of you can be my best friends. Like, yeah. this is going to be I so agree. much fun. This is yeah. what we'll bond over. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
So I was yeah. gonna say uh, one thing I really like uh, thought was really cool, like how you know, like in the end, uh, in the beginning of each episode, they showed like two, um, like a husband wife and like how they had gotten married, like an older generation, like yeah. couple. I thought that yeah. was really cool, and um, I thought like, you know how like a majority of them were like, oh, we met like one day ago, and then we got married, or like, you know, like I didn't know him that well, and then we got married, but like you know, they all had like really happy marriages though. Like I'm not like you know hating. But, uh, yeah. like, do you think that because, like, now, like, our, like, the millennials and the younger generation, like, they're more, like, they just know everything now, like, they care, you know, they just, like, think too much, do you think that's caused a problem with, like, how people get married now, or do you think it's good that, Definitely. like, we, we like, want to go into detail, we want to know the person, like, proper before we end See, up getting married? The thing is, there's, like, pros and cons to each each thing, right? Like, knowledge, I mean, ignorance, bliss, if you think about it sometimes, but then um, it comes to this. But it isn't because you, like, for example, if, like, you know, I did get a proposal or whatever, I I, I assure you, I will be social media stalking him. Right, um, I will get my friends to social media stalk him mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you just... I mean, my, my, one of my friends, one of my close friends, she got, she got a proposal. She's one of the best people that I knew in university. Okay. Super productive, involved in all these new projects that were happening all over Jeddah. She gets this proposal and like the, the family seems great on paper, but the guy himself, the person she would be spending the rest of her life with when she social media stalked him, he was so shallow Mm -hmm. and and she, right, she told right. her mom that it wouldn't work out. Her mother got really upset. And, she's, and she tried to explain to her mother that, mom, doesn't matter what his family is. I could get married to, you know, any random person that I want. But it's, it's his personality. I yeah. need to know yeah. where his mindset is at. And, and this is what is difficult. Like, I feel that about this with my, um, with my aunt. And, like, four of my cousins were there two of them are married now um but yeah like what what I was trying to tell them was that the the ladies that are meet the moms or the Rishantis that are meeting us are meeting us but they're coming they're judging um like the checklists in their mind are from when they were being scouted for marriage so it's very old school and they don't right, introduce right. us to the boys they basically make their own assessment of where we are and what they're looking for is someone who's malleable into their family right. and the older yeah. you get the more set in your system you are like I mean I'm in I'm in my late 20s and yeah I have a set routine that I follow and it gets very difficult for me if someone interrupts that right like I get very very upset if if someone like ruins my routine or you know is in my personal space I can't be productive there are certain things that I have to do um, similarly with you, you know, like, and also you and I know what we want to do with our lives. Right, right. We're not going to drop everything because, you know, oh, some man wants us to drop it. He needs to be worthy of it. We're not going right. to do it for any yeah. random I person. Agree. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, so it's just, it's very difficult. Um, Like, I remember this one time I got this proposal and the lady was so nice. She was so sweet. And his sister was really nice as well. And they came randomly. Like, we were not told they were coming over for like, a proposal or whatever they came and it was I think it was like after it was after Futu during Ramadan 
And I made no comment about religion. Like I legit made no comment on religion. I did not say anything about like, oh, this is how I spend Ramadan. No, I was talking about jobs in the Middle East. I was talking about, you know, the education systems here. I was talking about the differences between the American education system and the British um, education system. So an intellectual conversation, basically. Intellectual conversation. Yeah, and his mother, um, so we, she had, she come to us principal had told us told her about me and she called my mom up like two weeks later no she didn't call my mom up she told a mutual friend that oh we're not gonna approach this further because their daughter is too religious for my son and I was like what I don't get it and my mom yeah. told me this and she was yeah. she was just like oh my god is gonna be so upset and I just laughed I was like mama like you know she's basically assuming like the funniest thing because I wasn't even wearing my hijab at that point like when they came had my hair like in a bun so what are they basing all of this off of I don't care and um, it's just weird like I I don't get it and then there are all these aunties that are just like oh she lived in Pakistan um so she knows how to live with a family yes I do but I mean everyone should do you know I mean like that shouldn't be your way of yeah like what is your criteria like gorio whatever it's just it's so stupid and any hint of a you know an accomplishment or any hint of aspiring to achieve a certain goal is immediately deemed as a negative quality in a woman it's like i'm sorry just because she wants to work yeah it makes you stubborn i guess or like not flexible like you know air quotes not flexible yeah like I know I know a few women who don't who have never worked a day in their lives and and it's you know that's fine this is how they live to live their lives but they're very stubborn human beings Mm -hmm. and I also know women who have been working since the day they started since the day they graduated high school and it's six years later but they're very agreeable like you know they're negotiable they Mm -hmm. they want to like, I mean, it's not an either-or situation. I don't understand what these extremes are. It's based yeah. off of the personality. And I hate this whole rishta-making process because you and I don't actually go out to, like, meet guys and are like, oh, right. is he right. material or not? Yeah. Because we don't yeah. think like that. I think thinking like that is so toxic because yeah. you, you because never I, have proper friendships. Um, uh, yeah I don't like the, the matchmaker stuff as well because, like, yeah, they do, um, they really care about, like, what you're, family is and everything like I mean I know my family's perfect like I'm not saying you know but it's <laughs> none of their business like you know the matchmaker people like they shouldn't be like oh uh like I don't know like I, I hate all of that stuff and I don't like how they are very stereotypical like you know the whole like this slim trim fit girl like that's the one that they're they prefer like you know finding people for and um yeah I don't know like it's it's really it's biased like I really do hate it and you're right about that too like I you know like I am not the type we're not the type of people that like put ourselves out there so um yeah yeah it does become like much harder I'm sure um yeah honestly it's annoying (laughs) (laughs) it is very annoying yeah I remember like even during lockdown we were getting like um proposals and you and I were just like oh my god did they not like die yeah oh my god oh my god okay so during lockdown uh, during lockdown there's uh one uh family came to our house okay uh and you know how we were talking about like uh how like the family might be like really nice or whatever but then like the son is like weird okay so like similar situation happened with me this is like quite recent actually 
probably around like March or April. So um, anyways, yeah, so this family came and uh, so it was the mom, dad, uh, her son, uh, two sons were there and like they bought the wife of the one of the sons. So the daughter-in-law, she was there as well. Okay, yeah. so um, uh, basically, yeah, so we were all sitting in the living room and my parents and like her, his parents, they were like discussing stuff or whatever. And then like, so one of the parents, I think her, his parents, his mom, she was like, oh, you guys go like, you know, sit like on the table or whatever. And like, you know, like get to know each other. So me, the boy, this daughter-in-law, my sister and yeah, we, it was just us. We like sat together around like the dining table and we started like talking and he legitimately could not get a word now he literally reminded me of Akshay okay the uh, the <laughs> I, I, when I watched that, that episode where they went on a date or yeah when they were on the date alone and like he was just like sitting there I was like I actually had so PTSD I was, it was so funny but and he was like yeah so the daughter-in-law she was like talking okay so she started like you know telling me about herself like her husband was also a doctor and that like you know he was working in England and stuff and so like I I was basically discussing stuff with her I was like oh you know that's great like maybe when I like go to England like I'll have like you know somebody that can help me or whatever and then she's like yeah of course and you'll have a house that you can come visit I was like cool I just made a friend I was like okay and then like yeah and then and then finally like after like maybe 10 minutes or whatever the like the guy he started talking he just asked me like what I was interested in you know like um oh my god one question I freaking hate is like do I like to cook <laughs> like if I if cooking yeah. was one of my hobbies I would have said it like you know I would have been like oh yeah um you know I enjoy cooking I enjoy doing this if I didn't mention it then it's not one of my hobbies and yeah anyways um and, so... uh, okay sorry sorry like regarding that topic can I just say listen humans adapt humans mm -hmm, exactly. adapt if I have been with a maid or a cook my entire life mm -hmm. and suddenly I do not have a cook or a maid, I assure you, I will start cooking. Right. If the need is there, right. it will happen. Yeah. I just, I hate this. Like, I really this hate question it. is so... Like, does your son like to talk? Does he <laughs> like to go walk? I like to go on walk. Does your son like to cringe binge? Because that is something that I am in love with. Like I'm currently mm -hmm. watching Teen Wolf mm -hmm. and I really want someone to be sitting next to me so we can both laugh at the terrible plot. Right, but, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So then he like asked me like whatever, like basic questions. Um, okay, so then uh, my parents were like, oh, you know, like uh, you guys should go out again and like, you know, just you and him and like whatever so you get to know him and stuff. So like um, then yeah. um, before his like uh, brother and his wife left uh, to England, we like decided to meet up once more so then I uh, like we went to Ibn Battuta mall and then we I went to a coffee place and we like whatever like you know th that day he was like talking a little bit more and like he was he was just like whatever uh, he told me a little bit about himself like where he worked and like you know um, again another point he really did not care about what I was planning on doing you know he really was more like oh I do this I do that blah 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 and I was like oh cool and then like yeah and then anyways yeah and then uh, he wanted to meet up again. Uh, I remember like uh, maybe two, three, like a week after or whatever. But then during that time, uh, what happened was that my credit card, uh, my debit card, I uh, like, I don't know, like uh, I, it got like hacked or whatever. And I like ended up like losing like all my money. Like I didn't have much money in it. Oh, no. Thank God. But like still right. like everything that I had in my card went away. Like, you know, so I was 
freaking devastated so i told him like oh like you know so this happened like because the day it happened was the day he wanted us to hang out right and i was like oh you know this happened i'm not really in a, like i'm not feeling good and stuff and he was like oh okay and then um so uh what do you call it so then uh, the next day i had like tickets to a play with my sister and i still went to that play the next like it was the next day anyways right and then he, he like messaged me and he's like oh like oh are you gonna be free today or whatever right and i was like no like you know i have like tickets to the play or whatever and oh my god merle he went off he was so effing rude to me he goes like oh like you know so you were just like saying that you're upset or whatever we should have met up that day and so i was like bro no these two things are not related because that ticket i had like from a month before like you know because yeah I, and i had actually told him like when i met him the first time that like oh i have tickets to a play that's one thing i'm looking forward to because he asked me like what uh, what i do in dubai and stuff and so i was like oh yeah mm -hmm. I, i'm gonna go to the opera house or whatever and so like i had mentioned that i had those tickets before then too but like it just shows that he was probably not listening to you know my answers so like anyways yeah mm -hmm. so then he just like completely went off he was just like oh you know you don't like if you don't care then you should have said it and blah blah, blah. I was like bro chill <laughs> and then um and then like maybe like two three days later he like called me again he literally talked for like 25 minutes and he just kept saying that he thought I wasn't like I wouldn't know how to run a house and like manage a family that he would rather I didn't work because his sister-in-law married after like high school and she didn't go to university so um he was like oh I it was you can he's like oh and now she's pursuing like um a, a college degree or something so he's like oh you can always like work later in life and stuff and i'm like bro i already have a university degree i'm already a doctor what do you mean like work like study later in life i was like okay. yeah and i was like okay and then he was just like oh and i don't think you know how to like you would know how to make a marriage work and stuff and i was like oh um like whatever his name was i shouldn't say it but and he was like yeah, he's like i'm like oh so do you know how a marriage works like have you been married before like how do you know what the yeah. daily ins and outs are and then he was just like so like upset that i said that he was just like oh um no like i don't know why you're getting angry i just i just want to give you my heart's opinion and i was like yeah. shut the fuck up i mean shut the beep up i was so like triggered <laughs> oh my god and it was just I just, I'm getting yeah. triggered just listening to yeah. this right now. <laughs> I, and then I, I like, and then I just told him, I was like, bro, like, I was like, seriously, like, I honestly do not think we match at all. Like, you know, um, our opinions are different. And like, yeah, you're right. Maybe I, I, in the end, I said that I don't know how to make a house work. You're right, bro. Because he repeated that like literally 25 times. <laughs> and he was just like, and he was, he just talked so much, Morel. I remember because my sister was sitting with me. I put it on mute and I put it on like a speaker. So like my sister could hear as well. And I just left my phone on the table, like because he was talking and talking and talking. And it was just like, right. yes, like it was just like so self-absorbed. He was like, oh, my job in Dubai is really great. And like, you know, so like, um, even if you went to London, England for a little bit and then you came back, like, I mean, you know, it'll be weird. Like, it's better if you just stayed and like, you know, because it takes two people. I mean, yeah, it takes two people to make a marriage work. But like, OK, but what do you mean right now? Like, we don't have kids or anything. Yeah. What, like, make your house work, like cook your food or whatever. So like, it was just like weird. Like, I was just like, nah, you know, that was one of my like worst <laughs> experiences because like I got told off by some random dude for no reason. You know, like he was just like, oh, oh are you gosh. faking your credit card, your debit card thing? I was not faking it. I was really sad. And then. This is um, so annoying. I just, ah, yeah. I hate it when, listen, it's not even men when, when men do this. It's also women. Like, I am so sorry. Okay. But if <laughs> I have made plans with someone like this, well, this one person legit, he's been wanting to meet up with me. Um, 
like he's like oh he he wants to like hang out because he's like oh i'm new to town blah blah i'm like that's fine and i have another friend she wants to meet up with me as well she's like oh i'm new in town blah 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 and if i hate that i'm and i have another friend who wants to meet up and i don't want to meet her because honestly she's kind of like an emotional energy leech like i just I can't. I know for a fact if I go meet this person, I'm going to be negative for the next four days and I don't want to do that in my life. But I hate it when people are kind of like, ooh, but you went out over here, but you don't have time for me. It's like, stop being so whiny. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I am, you know, I'm old enough to make my own decisions. Why do I feel compelled to give you an explanation? If I don't want to meet up with you because an external factor is stopping me, then an external factor is stopping me. We can meet up later. Like, it's not like life or death. Like, I I remember we were, I was um, in this gathering and this this guy happened to be there and he was like, oh, so interested, whatever. He didn't even know my, my last name, but he's like, so are you like, you know, looking to get married? Can I take your, uh, picture or whatever um and then i was like excuse me i don't even know you one that is so creepy it's so creepy oh my god this is not even the creepiest thing okay but he was he was so like i don't know what and then later on um this person happened to be at the same place i was and then i said like oh i don't see the point to like um a traditional marriage like it's so difficult to get married um, and you need to know someone who, who's worth all of this because there's so much pressure. I know people who have broken off, you know, five-year relationships because of the pressure just a wedding brings on, not even the marriage, the wedding. Right. And it's like, oh my God, really? And this person just immediately canceled me. Like everything I was saying, like the sky, you know, purple. And, and he would be like, no it's white you're wrong oh, so it's that's so I don't, I don't get men who have like egos and and this other dude like he was he was asking one of my friends to do some uh some stuff like regarding their wedding and he's like listen you have to do this you're not getting any younger oh my god <laughs> what yeah and this is what i hate like i hate that our society is okay that if a man in his 50s is getting married to someone in her 20s but for some reason, if a girl is in her late 20s, she's automatically, like, expired goods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just so weird. I know some ladies who have, like, stopped asking about me because they're just like, oh, she's not, like, marriage material. But I'm just like, listen, mm-hmm. are you kidding me right now? Mm-hmm. Like, what is marriage material? And also, why aren't you producing nice guys? Right. I mean, exactly. would you educate this woman? Yeah. Seriously, like, I asked my dad this. I was like, why were us were why were us girls like educated if you wanted us to be you know like um like subordinate yeah kids like oh. to be submissive baby making machines right, why right. did you educate oh my god this is our- such a good point because like i remember the matchmaker that my mom was like in uh, like friends with or whatever who would like right. help her out like the bio datas or whatever that she would send they were all like i told my dad okay so I told my dad, like, one of the basic requirements is that they can speak, like, English, you know? Like, it doesn't have to be good English or whatever, but it has to be English, like, you know? Because for me, communication would 
only go through with English. I can't, I can't imagine having like a heated argument or like having a debate or something in Urdu. I really cannot do it. I mean, I can speak normal Urdu, but I can't speak like too much, you know? So, so like, yeah, so I was just like, you know, that's my bare minimum requirement. And like, you know, like an educated, like intellectual. And then the, the guys that this lady would send were like freaking, I don't even know, like some Sir Sayed college graduates who legitimately could not hold up a goddamn you know, conversation. You know what Actually, this is, this is also what I hate. Um, guys are also scouting out girls who have citizenship and oh my god, yeah, I've country. had. Yo, I've had an argument with this one guy that got so pissed. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. This is another like trigger warning because it was so <laughs> ridiculous. I cannot believe I had to go through this. Anyways, this guy, I'm just going to say his name because I freaking hated him. His name was Ozair. Okay. And he lives in Dubai. So if he ever, if anyone ever <laughs> named Ozair from Dubai hits you up, <laughs> cancel him. So like, yeah, basically uh, his family came over and like met us. Okay. And then like, you know, so uh, the mom moms like exchanged the like kids numbers or whatever you know so then he messaged me and then like you know so like whatever I spoke to him for like maybe two days or whatever then I told him like in the second day I told him like oh about like how I wanted to do my plab and I want to go to England and like you know um and so he was like okay but then he was like right off he's like oh by the way his English was terrible like if I read out his text it'll sound racist like I'm making fun of like you know accents or something so I'm not gonna right. do it but like anyways right. yeah so like he he was just like oh but you're a Canadian citizen and like you know I was like yeah I am but like um I'm pursuing uh, the plab or and you know that is going to allow me to work in, in Canada as well like later on but I really want to like live in England like I like Europe and like blah, blah blah and then he was like he's like oh but I don't get it you will not go to Canada I was like I mean later on I will and he's like but like he kept bringing it back that I was a Canadian citizen and then you know what he did he sent my bio data thingy to me like he was like oh and he circled Canadian on it and he's like look it says oh my god and I was oh my like, god so effing pissed morale I almost lost my shit okay and I was like oh I was like yeah I understand I'm a Canadian I was like what is your citizenship like you know and then he goes like uh he's like uh, he said that he's Pakistani I was like okay I was like all right so what is your point like you know uh, and then he's like oh but like your parents promised and he sent me that bio data again he said that your parents said that you're Canadian and I was like okay it doesn't matter what my nationality is this is what my future like dreams are and goals are yeah so if you're not into that like okay and then he's like uh okay yeah but like you know you guys should have said like whatever and i was like we none of what is in the bio data is a lie i am canadian i will probably go there soon my family lives there. like my brother's but uh, it depends there. on my sister the situation there. exactly but, exactly but like, the future is not definite yeah, yeah. someone see that's the yeah. thing you're, you're so doing he legitimately would have just wanted to marry me because of the canadian citizenship like yeah that's it and it's like i'm sorry i'm not gonna make your pr piggy bank right exactly, that's not gonna yeah. happen like i had this person in 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 oh in karachi who legit went like oh so your parents live in the middle east and i was like yeah and then he's like why are you here and i was like because i want to work and and he was he was so confused so he's just like so you have an iqama and i was like yes i do and he's like so would you be able if you got married would your husband and his family have an iqama as well and i was like no in fact i would lose my iqama because he doesn't have an iqama that's not how the system works oh my god and he was just so he was like, oh, so will your parents, like, provide, like, you know, provide your, like, they were asking all this stuff, like, it's like, listen, my parents don't fart money, okay, one, yeah. 
Two, if we yeah. are here and you want to get married, you need the person, not the goods that come with this person. Like right. it goes back to the dowry right. system as well. Like even though they're not like saying that they want a dowry, it's kind of like yeah, but it's implied that they want you know access, easy access to KSA. That's not gonna happen. My dad doesn't work in the government. Like yeah. exactly. Like wrong? if you're so into this, marry immigration <laughs> officers, bro. Like just yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't see the point of this. It's so frustrating. Oh, my God. And this yeah. person, like, oh, I met this person randomly, okay, just randomly. And this person goes, so you're in your late 20s. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, so what's your damage? Like, what's, most what's girls in, from Sorry, Pakistan, what's your damage? Oh. Like, most of the South oh Asian God. girls are married by the time they're 21. So why aren't you married? And I was so offended. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what's your damage? Because you're in your 30s. And he's like, oh, I'm going to get married next year anyway. And I was like, to who? <laughs> like, to what? And he's like, oh, my parents will decide. And I was like, I this is this is what bugs me. I don't understand how these, ugh, this this ideology that men have and they might not be aware of it like this whole it was super long but this whole ideology that men have that they're a gift from god no honey you're not okay mm -hmm. if my five-year-old nephew knows where to put his shoes and how to flush and wash his hands afterwards you should be able to do that if right. my two-year-old nephew right. can put the plate and the cup back in the kitchen you should be able to do right. that. This is a right. life skill. Like I, it's like I'm sorry if you've been living on your own throughout university, and suddenly you, where does all that information go? Like, why are you so? I don't know. Like, why do you turn into not even a man child? Why do you turn into a baby? Yeah, exactly. That's not okay. Yeah, at all. Yeah. It's not okay. I don't want to lose match. I think you know, you understand that like your wife is not a replacement of your mom. Like, she's not gonna exactly and this is what bothered me about Akshay just because she's a like, woman oh. like your mother doesn't mean she's your fucking mom like just no yeah and I'm sorry like are all of our aunts the same no they're not like all my popos you know I have three popos each and every one of them bring something different to the table do they all have the same marriages no but are are all three of them happy and content with their marital life yes they are but does it mean that they're spending all day long at home cooking and cleaning after their husbands? No, they're not. Mm -hmm. My my aunt's work. My hala uh, decided to run a business and then she was like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. It was fine. But you just, you can't, ugh, it's just, why is, ugh, I'm sorry, I'm so frustrated. <laughs> Men are stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's the basic conclusion of our episode. <laughs> Men suck. <laughs> Indian matchmaking. Men suck. Exactly. <laughs> My English is like all over the place. Uh, but yeah, even like the requirement of English, like I'm sorry, this is how I communicate. I grew up in a third like yeah. Oh, there was this person in our in our family, and one of my closest cousins was just like, oh, the two of you don't have a match. And I was like, honestly, we agree with a lot of things on paper because we have the same morals and values. But yes, there will be a definite language barrier because for some reason, men, being women who speak in English, are too opinionated and stubborn. And it's like, well, no, right. they're not. Yeah. You know, like if, my, if I get married to someone and he doesn't have a job, I'm going to be okay with it as long as he lets me work. But if he's kind of like, I don't have a job, you don't have a job, we're going to stay in this like shoebox together. It's just like, 
yeah why <laughs> yeah. like why would you do that also if like you know if the guy if if the if my partner decides that you know he suddenly wants to move somewhere else i will i would be open to that as long as he is kind of like okay this is where i'm going to would it be possible for you to work over there right because right. i do people who like someone yeah, no, very close so to right. me just got yeah someone very close to me just got married and it's not like they were dating before they legit it was an arranged marriage okay they were married for like what five months or something and now they have to do long distance marriage because he got he got a job in another country mm-hmm. and she got a job in, in another country mm-hmm. and they're okay with doing long distance marriage right. so like that just happens it's part of the process right. marriage is compromise marriage is negotiation marriage is having a partnership not having a master and a slave yeah. that is not oh my god i can't those are really really good points like i'm I'm glad that we're like kind of like ending our episode on this because you're right like that's exactly yeah. a really good definition of what marriage ought to be like you know but like what exactly. like, we don't negotiable. treat it like anymore mm-hmm it's like a friendship, you know, like, I, I just want to say think, one last thing. One, oh, one of my closest friends. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. <laughs> I was, I yeah. was just going to say that. I think millennials are, like, breaking the cycle, though. Like, I think uh, we're more opinion. No, they're not. Some, oh, they're some not? of the guys are still, <laughs> like, some of the guys I guess still haven't right, broken though, the mold. Like, like, at least the men are. Yeah. <laughs> the women might be, like, at least my, some, like, some women aren't either. Yeah, but some women aren't either. Like, I remember meeting this one girl in high school, and every single time I ask her, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up, which is such a, like, such a cliche question her answer was always just like oh i want to get married Mm -hmm. i want to get married i want to get married she in fact she took summer courses to finish her university off because her parents were like we won't let you get married without a university degree so she did everything in super speed process so she could get married and it's like what okay then what yeah like i do you get me i don't see marriage as the end goal of life i see Mm -hmm. marriage as part of life yeah yeah. It's just, it's one of those things, but um, I wanted to end it on one note, like one tip that I can give. And one of my closest friends told me this when she, when she was in, in university in McGill um, in Canada, her friend's brother, whatever, doesn't really matter. But anyway, they basically went to this Islamic talk because it's like, it, it's part of the McGill, like, I don't know, Islamic society or whatever. They went to this talk and the Sheikh over said said something so good that it still resonates with me to date. Like it's been 10 years since this conversation, but it resonates with me. Um, he said that find in your partner what you value in your best friend. Oh wow. And I think that is such a good thing because you know, despite whatever, every single human, no one is flawless. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everyone has flaws. But if you if you, you know love some a best friend or you know even your sibling or anyone in your family for something look at what you love about them do you love them because of the way that they look or do you love them because of you know their characteristics that is what you should find in a partner because that is ultimately that will keep you guys together mm-hmm. so yeah i don't no, know i other- love that that is beautiful i fully agree <laughs> with that we did not talk about our anxiety episode <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we were supposed to do a whole like a segment on anxiety okay you know what we're gonna push it to our next thing we'll talk about it a little bit yeah yeah we because, will talk about it over um, there. Yeah. this just got like too uh heavy and it's it's a really important conversation and i feel like we yeah. like 
brown girl, especially in their late 20s, they deal with it a lot, like, you know, and it's something that's on their heads 24-7. Like, I actually had a conversation with my parents quite recently about, like, my mom, um, where I talked about this. I, I told her, like, you know, because of her constant, like, you know, showing me different, like, people and like you know giving me like different numbers and like whatever I told her like this is actually like really affecting my mental health like I feel depressed because of it because I keep feeling that I'm disappointing you guys that I'm not like you know reaching like a mark like you know having kids or something and it makes like it's it feels like a burden on me and I can't handle it anymore like you know because I like I'm thinking about other things but then this thought keeps coming in my head that like oh maybe I'm disappointing you guys or whatever so I really do think this is an important conversation I just want like everyone to know that like you can everything has its own time like you know like when your marriage is will happen on its own time like you know I don't think anyone should push it I don't think parents should uh put so much expectations on us because it's unfair and like you know and uh, it's really not up to us it's up to God like you know what I mean like honestly whenever yeah. it happens it happens so I can't yeah, it's, it's happen faster. um yeah exactly. so exactly like if if I am you know, you never know. If I meet someone next week and he just like he is a nice person, I would be like, sure, let's get married. Yeah. I mean, I could be married in two weeks, you know. Yeah. And, and I really okay. think that like girls um shouldn't be forced to settle because they just want to make their parents happy. Because that like I mean, yeah. once you get married, then what? Like your parents will not be there to help you anymore. And um like you know you will have to live that life alone and it will be hard and it, if if it didn't start off right then it'll be hard and uh like I mean I've seen a lot of like you know like young girls that got married early because of like parental pressure and then like they ended up like getting divorced or just like being un like severely depressed or just like losing mm -hmm. their spark like you know what I mean so yeah. um yeah like I just think that no one should settle because like you know you feel like oh you have to do yeah. something I think like all milestones can be achieved um like I mean I, not like the child milestones obviously uh, medically speaking they should be achieved on the right time but like I mean like as a grown-up like you know marriage and those kind of things <laughs> those can yeah. be achieved whenever like you know whenever God wills like even like with graduations and like you know uh, achieving certain degrees whatever I think you can take your time with it like you know it, it's not up you don't have to reach like you know at 24 you have to have a master's at 28 you have to have a PhD it doesn't have yeah. to be like that like I think you can take your time and like you know, reach your milestones when you're comfortable and when you can mentally handle it. Yeah, definitely. That That's a really good point. Like, everyone has their own time zones, get me? Like, right. there there is no set timeline. Like, yes, maybe there was, like, you know, back when our parents were growing up. But, like, now it's just, like, you know, it's fine. If I decide right now that... Because I personally have put off master's for over five years now. But if I decide to do my master's this year, no one can actually be like, oh, you're too old. No, I'm not. Okay, mm -hmm. I know what I want to do. It took me a, it took me a while to figure out what I want to do after right. my um, bachelor's because this defines my life. But if I choose not to do a master's or if I choose to do it later on, that's my decision. Right. No one has the like. No, you must get married now. Like enough is enough. It's just like that's not going to happen yeah. whatsoever. And and it's a good point. Like. I don't like it when girls have to succumb to like what society is expecting of them and parents are also like you know kind of giving in like oh the, the society he like I had like all, all these like random uncles and aunties I love how uncles are invested in this as well like they'll be calling my dad up and they're just like when will you get your daughter married when it's just like bro you literally had zero 
um, contribution to me growing up. So why does me getting married affect you so badly? Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. and I'm glad that you want to see yeah. how settled, but does settled really mean married? Oh my God, this is what I wanted to say. And we could bring this up in the next podcast, as, in the next episode, is that um, why is the opposite of married unhappy or lonely? Oh yeah, you're right. Why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I mean, I'm content right now, currently me, Miral, 28 years old, living in Jeddah, is very content with her job. I'm very content with the small network of friends that I have. I'm very content with, you know, whatever I'm doing in my life. If I am, if I choose to get married, that, that's down to me, mm-hmm. you know, but why do I have to get married? Mm-hmm. Like, why is that yeah. a thing? I think, um, I think through like the eyes of society, uh, I think uh, not being married does not look like content. It looks like, yeah, lonely, apparently. Exactly. And I think that's like, I, that's, I don't like that. It's the problem with society. Like, it's not like, uh, yeah, it's something that needs to be fixed. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean the society is a broken system. We know that mm-hmm. that much. So yeah, it's just very frustrating. Um yeah. but, oh uh, well like Do you have like a funny uh if, do you have a meme or something that you love right now? Because like honestly we're I have I have a funny story. Yes, so, please um, tell us. But we'll end it with a funny story because I don't want to leave we'll end it with a funny story. sad. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners, if you Listen, relate to this. Well, one good thing is that, like, just know that you're not alone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're all yeah. in this together, and you have a lot of support. Like, honestly, like, we're going through it, too. Like, reach out to your friends. I'm pretty sure they're going through it, too. And, like, you know, speak to your parents. Have, like, uh, open conversations. And, you know, everything is going to be okay, like, inshallah. Like, just, just be cool. <laughs> it's going to be yeah, okay. Yeah, I and mean, despite everything that we said, like, both of us are very understanding parents. Like, my parents... Um, now no because in the middle they were getting pressured but now they're kind of like they joke it off like my dad's just like (laughs) we know like whatever he jokes this off my mom jokes off whatever like proposal I get um, because they know where I am because we have had those open conversations about you know what I want and um, what I need and where I am in life like even like mentally like I'm not gonna trust like I told my parents this I'm like if you get be married to someone I'm not going to trust him like mm-hmm. that's not a thing <laughs> you right. know, that's not going to happen it takes years to build trust with like people that I've related to so yeah that that's not going to happen but on a funny note yes I yes. will end this conversation on a funny note so before leaving Pakistan my I kept telling people that oh I'm going to leave Pakistan because I want to do my master's my grandmother super witty super cute she's like um oh I pray that before her master, she finds a master. And I was like, Stop <laughs> Oh my God. Mister. Yeah, and I was like, You mean find a mister? I'm not going to be, you know, I don't want a master. What am I, a slave? And she started laughing. She goes, like, Oh, your generation, they've all studied too much. Your English is better than mine, I admit. And I'm just like, Daddy, oh my God. <laughs> but she's pretty that's like, so cute I, like I really hope she met Mr. right she did she did she's lived with you for two years so she, she knows enough <laughs> but like yeah. my granddaughter ain't no submissive human being so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so someone are you drinking you were drinking tea right I was drinking I tea I made myself a nice magadu pati Oh, what nice. did you have? I was um I was drinking uh normal like Lipton tea, 
which I don't really enjoy nice. that much, but like it's easier and faster to make. And I'm using a, yeah. a cup that I bought my sister. It says fueled by plants because, you know, she's an environmental scientist. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. I'm using my sister's mug as well. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> I left my mug. So I'm so both of us love Supernatural. And for her birthday, I got this mug um, custom made, which Ooh. says "idjit" on it, which is our favorite word. Right. It uh, was made by Miss by Uncle Bobby. He was awesome. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. It's called so like Dean and Sam idjits, which means idiot person with an intellectual barrier blocking them from obtaining average intelligence. Oh my also, god. Also, so yeah, I left mine in, in Karachi, but. My sister brought hers back from uh, from Kuala Lumpur, so I'm just using hers. Oh my god, and that's so cute. And white. Yeah, and they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. It looks like a theme. Yeah, I love wow, it. We're, we're like the best older sisters ever. <laughs> Look at us. I know, gifts. right? <laughs> <laughs> Always use gifts. But yeah, so that this was great. Um, all right, dear listeners, we might be continuing our conversation later on. Mm-hmm. Have All right, a lovely bye, day. Guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. bye. Thank you.